from the art section of the Wall Street Journal, What I Learned Covering Nine Music Festivals in a Single Year, by Jim Fusili. In 2016, I had the pleasure and responsibility of covering nine rock and pop festivals for the journal. I say responsibility because a critic can't understand the popular music of yesterday, today, and tomorrow without diving into festivals that present a multitude of artists. With that obligation comes the great joy of being thrust willingly into a series of events that confirm that this period in rock and pop is deep, diverse, and wildly democratic. Attend any forward-thinking festival, and it becomes immediately clear that the artistry and technical expertise among the musicians is at a superior level. This is true from mid-afternoon well into the night. Some of the best sets I saw in 2016 happened hours before sunset, hours before the headliners appeared. By poolside, purveyors of daytime disco at the CRSSD in San Diego, Lisa Hannigan, the folk singer who was supported by the Nationals' Aaron Dessner on guitar at Eau Claire's in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Avant-garde jazz guitarist Mary Halverson in a solo performance at Big Ears in Knoxville, Tennessee. Laura Umvela, who has funked up her chamber pop in Afropunk in Brooklyn. Survived the Electronic Quartet at Day for Night in Houston, among others. Arriving early almost always pays off in the discovery of emerging talent. Reflecting today's listening habits, the best festivals are gumbos of music from around the globe, along with many acts based in the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. This year, Coachella in Indio, California, presented artists from Argentina, Austria, the Democratic Republic of Congo, Indonesia, Jamaica, Nigeria, South Africa, and Venezuela. Saint-Germain, the stage name of producer Ludovic Navarre featured in his band musicians from Brazil, Mali, Martinique, and Senegal. At Eau Claire's, the Japanese producer Kiego Oyamada, a.k.a. Cornelius, performed his 1997 album Phantasma, a recording that's a multinational mix unto itself. Genres are not so much crossed as erased at these major festivals. Curated by Aaron Dessner and Bon Iver's Justin Vernon, Eau Claire's featured the new music ensemble's Eighth Blackbird, So Percussion and Why Music, as well as Rap's Shabazz Palaces and Vince Staples, R&B's Erica Badu, Electronic Soul's James Blake, a tribute to the Grateful Dead and a blistering free jazz meets metal performance by saxophonist Colin Stetson's X-Eye. Coachella booked three jazz acts, Bad Bad Not Good, Go-Go Penguin, and Kamasi Washington, the saxophonist who seemed to play every festival in 2016. Big Ears, which revels in showcasing artists who aim for distinctive expression via excellent musicianship, presented jazz master Anthony Braxton, classical minimalist Philip Glass, drone metal artists Big Brave and Sun O, Krautrock's Faust and an absolutely gorgeous concert by The Gloaming, an Irish-American folk group. Major festivals also permit personal customization of the bills. At Pitchfork in Chicago, those inclined to organize music by genre could see a wave of emerging R&B talent. BJ, the Chicago Kid, Blood Orange, Nao, Anderson Pack and the Free Nationals, Shamir and Moses Sumney. At Coachella, attendees could program a bill of acts from France, the charming Christine and the Queens, Eloise Letissier's troupe that blends pop and dazzling street choreography, Ibei, the twin sisters who weave Cuban rhythms into their music, 
M83, the producer who is now a rock star, and the aforementioned Mr. Navarre. If geography and genre matter little, so too does an artist's age. Mavis Staples, who is 77, was received with delight at Coachella and Eau Claire's. 62-year-old Bruce Hornsby revived his 1986 album, The Way It Is, at the Wisconsin Festival. Afropunk featured Bad Brains and Fishbone, groups that made their mark on rock beginning in the late 1970s. At Pitchfork, Brian Wilson, now 74, performed Pet Sounds 50 years after he and the Beach Boys released it. To be clear, attending nine festivals in a single year can be a bit much. Each can seem an endurance test. In the mind, music blurs. Yet there were unforgettable moments that make any grousing seem churlish. At Day for Night, Square Pusher, an alias of producer-bassist Tom Jenkinson, spun a set of his frantic electric...